Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Yes. Hi, everybody. We're back. Episode 112 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that points at the world, has a laugh, points in the mirror, has a laugh. That's us, guys. Bravest of the brave, fairest of them all. You know where you're at. I'm Jake B., co-host of this show. Let me introduce you to the host guitar player, singer of the Dirty Heads, one half of the Roman Duddy musical project. Here he is, Duddy B. What's happening? That's right. Episode 112. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We, we told ourselves, if we make it to episode 112, then we know we've done it. And here we are. Yes, we did. No, but first off, I just want to say, uh, I am sorry that the shows have been a little like sporadic lately and we haven't been giving you the consistent every Wednesday, but... I'm on the road and, you know, I never know what I'm waking up to as far as the internet or having somewhere to kind of set up and do the show. And, oh man, we, we've started to call this tour the, uh, the tour of no reception. We just got through a seven straight show streak and uh, I will get into that in a second. But before I get into that, I do just want to say thank you guys so much for all the ratings and reviews. I have seen them coming in and it really does help the show uh, just grow and get noticed. So if you are listening and you're enjoying the show and you want to help out, just leave a review or a rating wherever you're listening, especially over on that Apple podcast app. It really does help. And we really uh, do appreciate it. So thank you for that. And uh, that's enough of that. We're going to move on, though. And I want to tell you about the uh, the seven straight yeah. shows that we just did, because it was an adventure, of, man. What is it? The tour of no reception. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was hard to book a lot of big shows uh, due to, you know, COVID and all that. So a lot of the places we're having to play are out in the middle of nowhere. Obviously, all the outdoors and and a lot just in the middle of nowhere. And so we've been just no reception. And especially once all the fans start to show up, any reception that you did have is just sucked up. So it's it's been really hard to get content out. So sorry about that. But the shows have been great. The shows themselves, though, have been so much fun. And since they have been out in the middle of nowhere, a lot of the places have just been absolutely beautiful. A lot of wilderness. So we've actually been able to do a lot of really fun stuff as well uh, as the shows. So reception, a bummer, but kind of whatever. Um, 
it's it's not a bad trade to go out and do some of the rad stuff we've been able to do out in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, pretty cool. Yes, and people yeah, following but, you online saw that um, you, you went fishing, yep. which I think you put a, you put a post online, right? I know you sent me a video via text, but did you put a video online? Maybe I think did. I did like a, a story or something. A story. Maybe. Well, anyway, yeah. it was, it was unbelievable where you were. So that was probably three or four days ago, right? That was in Montana and Montana. the venue there is insane. I love it. It's a newer venue. Uh, I think it's only been there for like three years. It's called the mm -hmm. Kettle House uh, Amphitheater. And it's just, it backs to the big, the Blackfoot River is, I believe what is the river that it, it backs to. And yeah, that's where I went fishing on, on the Blackfoot River right behind the venue. But we went up about six miles from the venue. We were still the same river, but yeah, I was just out side by the bus uh getting stuff ready because we were actually about to try and do a show that day yeah um and uh jamie who is hyrie's husband he saw me he's like hey i got a couple buddies they're about to take uh take us fishing do you want to come and i was just like absolutely so we didn't get the show in that day but i did get to go fishing and it was pretty rad so i didn't know what i was getting into i was just like sure let's go and uh there was three guys they each had trucks and uh on the back of their trucks they each had, they all had their their like big raft style boats that you would like take down a river you know and i i find out then that they're all they're they're buddies but what they do for a living is they're fishing guides down the river and that's what they do so they just had the whole setup and uh we went fly fishing actually which was really cool i've done a lot of fishing as you guys know i've talked about it a lot on the show but i've never fly fished so first time fly fishing Caught three little trout. And when I say little, they were pretty little. I'm not trying, <laughs> but it was still pretty cool. Yeah. That's not bad. Cause I, I know there's something to fly fishing. I've never done it, but I mean, I hear it's kind of hard. You have to mimic like a, whatever, like a, what am I trying to say? Like a mosquito landing on the water maybe or something. So you're constantly flicking. Yeah. I doing mean, that it's whole not thing? like that. I mean, kind of, yes. But like, it's not like you see like in the movies where they're just like, uh, and I'm sure like, you, but, and listen, we had fishing guides that were like, throw it there, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> throw it right yeah. there, you know? So yeah, I caught three fish, but I had a lot of help. <laughs> so you're telling me that when I'm watching the movies and the dude's wearing like the waterproof trousers with the boots and he's in the middle of the lake and he's whipping it and the sun's coming through the trees and everything's kind of <laughs> listening. That's all bullshit. That's what you're telling. The no, I don't think. Totally. Cause it was, that's different. I guess if you're standing there, you're going to probably want more action cause you're just landing, but mm -hmm. we're floating down the river. So it was oh, a lot of like boat fly fishing. Yeah. We're on a boat. So it was a lot of like, try and hit this little stream of water that you see, you can see a little, mm -hmm. you know, if you hit it in there then we'll just be floating. And then, you know, your fly is just kind of floating down, looking like a something floating down the, yeah. the, the river and uh and the fish usually sit in the little pools just waiting for shit to float down so yeah they knew flying, they it. knew where all the fish were they're like yeah, oh, yeah. There, throw there. but you know what was the the best part of that so there was three boats and i my boat was just me uh gp who was our you know guide and then hyrie's dad that was in our boat that was it just us three you know and hyrie's dad's super nice and uh but dude, he hooked me twice. No yeah. skin, a skin hook. Oh yeah. The, the second one wasn't oh as bad because it got, God. it got down on my jeans area, like uh, on my, like where my, my butt yeah. on my jeans. So I just, 
felt it like grab and it, it tore off. So that one, but the first one and dude, before he hooked me, the first one, he almost hooked me. And I, and I could just see it. Like he's super sweet and nice, but I could just see like, he sometimes wasn't super paying attention to where he was going back and he would just aim it right at me. And I was like, hear it go wink, like right past my head and shit. I was just like, Oh my God. And I was like, I'm going to get hooked. You know, I'm, I'm getting hooked. There's no way. What do I, and what can I say? Like, Hey, fucking, and then eventually it was just like, just sitting there. And I just, I just fell onto my back and I was like, you got me. And he started, and he's pulling it. And I'm like, nope, nope, stop pulling. You have me, you have me. And uh, yeah, it was in my back and they had to <laughs> get, cut it off and pull it out. And I was just like, that's okay. Don't worry, man. You know, he felt so bad and it was just like, but it, it fucking hurt. <laughs> Yikes, dude. So he caught a, couple duddies did he catch a fish he did he caught three fish too actually yeah all right so five hook day dude not bad yeah <laughs> dad did anyone else from the band go with you no it was just me you're kind it of was the like angler a, of the band maybe right yeah no none of the other guys in the band really fish dave yeah. kind of does but not really um yeah tim does our tech oh yeah he's actually been on the show chiming in you know tim tim loves the fish but no i went by myself that was right cool on. and then so that was one cool adventure yeah what's next study yeah and then i think it was the next day we went to wyoming and it was on a bison ranch that was no joke it was right off the side of like the highway like when you're just driving down, you know, in the middle of absolute nowhere and you like see a place and you're like, why is that there? That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. That's where we played. And I could only imagine too driving down that highway, looking over and seeing a concert going on. You they, People had to be like, what the fuck? It was a very odd place for a show, but it was really cool. It was right on this bison ranch and they do like horse trail tours and stuff. So of course, you know, me, John, John, Dave, and uh, Mark, one of our horn players, we all went on like an hour long horseback ride through the hills. Um, and it was really cool. At one point, no joke, we're just out there in the middle of nowhere on the hills and a pack of five antelope just run right past us. And they kind of just chilled in sight for like, you know, a good 20 minutes. It was really cool. Yeah. That sounds so, amazing. Those are the beautiful oh, yeah. things that happen on tour. You know, there <laughs> yes. are those cool days. I mean, it's always cool. You're on tour. Yeah. It's always fun. Totally. Um, but there's those special things that you get to do across the there country. Is. And both well, of like yesterday, even for instance, I don't even want to forget yesterday we played in Grand Junction, Colorado, and it was right on the Colorado River. And there was a path right behind the venue that just went miles in either direction, right on the river. And uh, Jared brought an electric bike. It's a really cool one. It's uh, it looks like almost like an old school kind of like Mad Max type motorcycle, you know, electric oh, cool. bike, but it's yeah. got like big fat beefy tires. So you can go in like, you know, dirt and all that. And it's really fun. And I've just kind of taken over as <laughs> the owner of that bike. I love it so much. And yesterday, man, I must've done like 40 miles on that freaking bike down the river, like throughout the day. So yeah, it was so beautiful. We get to do some cool stuff sometimes. Yeah. I mean, a lot of venues are in beautiful areas, but like you said, yeah. especially because of COVID, you're probably not going into a lot of cities. You're pushed to the outskirts of town. Like, yeah. And you were, you and I were talking before we hit record and you're like, yeah, it's gotta be these crazy venues because obviously it has to be outdoors. There's gotta be a lot of room all for, I mean, obviously there's not a lot of precautions going on, right? Everyone's partying. 
I, mask yeah, free every, these places. Everyone's but, mask free and piled in, you know, but so it's as far way as out there. <laughs> so, but it's way out there. Yeah. Oh man. Crazy. But, and the shows themselves, I mean, I'm sure they're all a blur, but they've been rad. Like what's the vibe? What's the energy? Oh man. Yes, you're right. And sometimes, especially with the seven days in a row, like that's a lot. And I normally like, I'm fine. Like when we're doing like four or five days, which is still a lot, we like to do like three and take a day off three and take a day off if possible. But even if we do like four or even five, say like, I'm, I'm okay. But like the sixth show, I started feeling it in my voice. And definitely that seventh show, like I was like, whew, I'm tired. And honestly, the, probably the worst thing I could possibly do is a fucking podcast right now on my day off. I should for oh. sure be resting my voice. I mean, think about that, but no, it's all good. But yeah, seven shows. So yeah, sometimes they all do kind of blend together, but the, the crowds have been all so fun. It's just a really fun tour, you know, with Hyrie opening up um, and then, you know, us, us and Sublime kind of trading off who's closing. It's just a good vibe from start to finish. And it seems like the crowds are just having a great time. And we are, too. So, yes, super stoked on the shows. Nice. And then today's the day off. Show tomorrow? Show tomorrow. What's the next yes. couple days? Is it like show, show, show or show? When's your so next now day we off? have three shows in a row starting tomorrow okay. and then we have a. And then we have now, which is three days off because we were going to have three shows a day off, then a show in New Orleans and then another day off. Oh. But the New Orleans show obviously got canceled. They don't, there's no power even there. So unfortunately that show got canceled. So now there's a three day off gap right there. And some yeah, of the guys are bang. flying home. I'm not, I'm just going to write it out because the next show's in Florida. So I would literally have to fly home. You'd have like that half a day. And then I'd have one day at home. And then the next morning I would have to fly to Florida. I'm like, all ah, the way across the country. Yeah. That's as far a lot as you of can travel fly. just for a day and a half at home. And as much as I, it sounds nice, I, I chose to just chill. So I'm going to have three days of just kind of wandering the country in the bus. <laughs> Which oh, okay. So cool. you'll be traveling to Florida in the bus with whoever yeah. decides to stay back. Yeah. That'll and, be relaxing. Jared, Jared is flying to Atlanta, I think, to meet his wife and child, and they're going to okay. hang out there. And uh, Sean's uh, fiance, they were they were going to meet in New Orleans because they had a day off there in the show, but obviously had to cancel that. So now they're meeting up somewhere else. A couple of the guys are flying home. It might just be me and Wisner, who's our tour manager. And we're like, we're like, dude, it's just going to be two of us on that bus for three days. We're like. We're going to yeah. eat some mushrooms. We're going to probably eat mushrooms or something. Oh, we have, <laughs> we to. have you have yeah. to. Um, I mean, even if everybody stayed and you have three days off, you should still have to eat mushrooms. Um, and then hopefully we'll sneak a podcast in right in there. So that's, yeah, that's totally. good. good for us anyway, that you have three yeah. days off and good for you. Yeah. Rest your shit, man. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else that you want to say about the shows or the music or the tour? Or what are you thinking? No, that's really it. You know, the shows have been great. And, um, Again, you know, sorry that the shows haven't been, we haven't been put out the podcast uh, schedule, but seven straight shows. And I swear they were all just out in the middle of nowhere somewhere, yeah. which ended up kind of being really fun. It's funny. Like we thought we were going to have a billion podcasts. Remember when daddy was going back on tour and he's like, I'm going to have a setup. I'm going to be yep. able to do shows every day. You know, he's like, dude, I have the day off for a, a decent, you know, a few hours a day. He's just chilling. No. It's like, we can't get, we tried to do a couple shows that just couldn't happen because of reception. And like Duddy said, a couple shows we tried to do when the crowd started showing up. And as soon as they log on to the Wi-Fi from the venue, see you later. The Zoom is just not going to happen. So 
It is crazy. We thought we were going to get like, we were thinking we're going to do two shows a week when Duddy's on tour. Yeah. Have, and it's like, nope, we're squeezing to get one. But hey, man, we're still getting one. Even though we're late with this one, it still is this <laughs> week. So <laughs> not bad. Um, I have some local music news, Luke, if you could throw it up on here. And this is just something that, you know, sometimes we do like a show etiquette thing. This is an obviously a absolute abomination when it comes to the show etiquette. So, Duddy, when when you've been on tour going fishing and having fun at the shows locally here, we had a band uh, who someone took a shit in the pit, dude. And it was this is a gnarly one. Turnstile is the name of the band. And they're like a hardcore band. They did a show in Santa Cruz, which we've been to a billion times, Duddy. Yeah, I've heard that name. I've heard of that band before. They're big in the hardcore scene. Luke tells me, you know, Um, so forgive me if they're not. That's on Luke. No, absolutely not. He could be totally wrong. He's a big Cherry Pop and Daddy's fan, this guy. Anyway, dude <laughs> took a shit in the pit. And the best part is, Duddy, like authorities were like called to the scene because this is, I guess it was disgusting and horrifying, which it is. But they authorities they, they were called. I believe because it said they don't know who did it and they are actively wanting to find the pooper. So they're probably going through video footage as well. I'm sure after the show, they're like, yo, we're calling the police in here. Let's get some DNA swabs. Like where I, I guess, I guess they're afraid it's a serial pooper because this has happened before. Oh, um, really? We, I feel like we've talked about someone yes. pooping in the pit on this very show at some point, but I just thought that was fun and kind of felt like it was right in the wheelhouse of our show. We haven't had a, so it's a pants story in a while. So this, this works. It's a hardcore show. I mean, was it like, was he, mosh pitting was you know he doing hardcore's the, dance was he doing the windmill thing yes the one arm you know? scissor and they bend and down just, low and do karate kicks and shit so. yeah i mean did it just fall out during one of his cool moves dude i think so L- listen to this line here and this is we're getting this from loudwire this is an article and it says Twitter has been a buzz about the turnstile concert pooper. Internet sleuths have been attempting to identify the individual who released a kraken in the pit, but footage of the concert posted to YouTube doesn't place a spotlight on any suspects. So the hardcore scene, you know, it's like a, it's a smaller, tighter scene. Yeah. I think, especially the, the California hardcore scene. So maybe it's one of these things where someone's going to know who did this. They're going to find oh, yeah. this guy. They're going to find him out. This is my favorite right here, though, is uh, at some point during the turnstile set, human shit ended up on the <laughs> side of the stage, perhaps from the shoe of a stage diver who stepped in a fresh pile while dancing in the pit. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So now they're even trying to say, like, maybe it was shit on someone's shoe and they. Uh, no, they're dude. saying that, like, he was pit. He was the shit oh. was in the pit. He was pitting, he stepped in it, and then he went to do a stage dive, now smearing the shit, now spreading the toxic warfare amongst the stage. Oh, my God. I, I get it now. And yes, I love it. Because, yeah, like we were saying, a hardcore pit's a gnarly thing, dude. The one-arm scissors flying, the kicks are everywhere, spinning yeah. back fists. It's all. It's basically a UFC event with as many people that are as are in the pit. Just imagine the spread. Talk about a super spread. Oh. Dude, that is super spreader all over it. It's a pooper spreader. Hi, we're having fun on the Feeling Good with Duddy show. So that's it, Duddy. Anything else you want to say? Is that a show etiquette thing? Should we go ahead and say that we don't we don't want anyone pooping in the pit anywhere? That's a bad thing, right? Yeah, I don't recommend pooping anywhere, but like in in a toilet. 
There it is, Daddy you're B. You're in the wilderness, dig a hole, uh-huh. poop in the hole. You know, that's where poop goes. Daddy B is staunchly against uh, mosh pit pooping. That's where, that's where we land with that. Now, Daddy, uh, you had seven straight shows. You had seven straight opportunities, maybe not to walk around town and look for, for scary stuff, but you, you, know, you were able to ask some people potentially, right, about local scary stuff. Any luck? Yeah, actually, uh, I found something really cool while I was on my horseback ride in Wyoming. You're, you're serious. Who would you ask? The, the guy with the guide? No, um, I got off trail for a sec. I got, I got lost for like quick, like 20 minutes. And while I was lost, I, I came across a cowboy. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, cowboy. And he was like, yes, sir. <laughs> and I was like, do, you know, do you know about any scary local, scary stuff? And he was like, yeah. You ever heard about the San Pedro mountains mummy? Is what he said. And I was like, no. And then he told me about it. What did he say? Let's hear about oh this my thing. God. He That's said, an awesome story, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, this is an interesting case where evidence was found of a cryptid, but later lost in history. Okay. I said, cowboy, that's a weird start to your story. Um, And then he said, well, the San Pedro mountains mummy was found in Carbon County in 1932. While it appeared to be a fully grown human male, it only stood approximately a foot tall. (laughs) What the? I was like, cowboy, you're pulling my chain. And he was like, And he he said, many believe it was a hoax, but others noted the the similarity to the the Nymergar, the Nymergar, a Shoshone legend of a hostile, a Shoshone, oh yeah, yeah, you talked about Shoshone, a Shoshone legend of hostile miniature humans from the region. (laughs) Wow. First of all, this cowboy is scientific in the way he explained the mummy. It's almost like he was waiting there for someone to ask him exactly this. Yeah, it was weird. And then he told me that. And then I turned around for this one second and then he was gone. Wow. A little tumbleweed flowed by where he once sat upon his horse, I'm assuming. Was he no, horseback? He was, just, he was leaned up against a tree. Oh, very cowboyish with the with hat, hat down. down. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a piece of chaw in his mouth and one boot up. Yeah. He was all, all black. It was a silhouette of a cowboy. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Perfect. Yes. Um, well, this is a rad thing. So there's a one foot tall mummy potentially <laughs> running around the San Pedro mountains. Um, He's hostile, though, as, as the Shoshone <laughs> legends of the hostile miniature humans. So, I mean, watch out. That is a fun one. This is potentially the we've had some very not dangerous creatures on this show. And this I, might I be the least I dangerous. Like, I couldn't think of anything less threatening than a one foot tall mummy. Like, but they're hostile. You're like, yes, but they're one foot. Tall. Be as hostile as you want. Does he have a gun? Because if he doesn't. I... And even if he shoots you or she, you guys, yeah. even if they shoot you with a, a gun that they could shoot, yes. would that even pierce the skin? or get through your denim. I don't, 
I'm not sure. No. Well, if a, if a, if Hyrie's dad's fishing hook can't get through my denim, I doubt their gun can. That's um, true. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Good one, Duddy. I'm so glad yeah, you ran into that cowboy. To be honest, like if I was, if I was just walking through the San Pedro mountains Mm-hmm. And a, a one foot tall mummy came up to me. My response, my reaction would probably be like, "Oh, look at him!" <laughs> like, look at this adorable mummy. And then, if it was hostile, you would kick the mummy and send yes. it flying through the air, like you know, like head over heel style, just ah! right off into yes. the sun, and it disappears in the sky. Oh, You've kicked it so you. far, exactly as it disappears into the sun. Yeah. So. Wow, that was pretty scary stuff, Daddy. Yeah. Is that your closing statement on the scary stuff? Is there anything else? That's all I have on the one foot tall mummy. And you turned around and you looked back, cowboy gone. Did you just turn back around and go back to the trail at that point and join the others? Right then, they all came up. And you guys said, did you see that cowboy? And they all said, what cowboy? They're like, what are you talking about? Wow. Yeah. That's a special moment. And then I told them the story I just told you and they were really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. This is John, Dave and, and, and one of the horn players what was David. Yes. Who was his name? Mark. Mark. Oh, you know what? And I met Mark at the barber shop when I worked back at the barber shop. Oh, nice. Yeah. I met, I had like a, right. Yeah, there's the two new horn players. Yeah. Ruben and Mark. Ruben and Mark. Ruben we had on the show and Mark, I was like, we saw each other. I know you. Pretty positive I met him in the barbershop. Nice. You can ask him that. But yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, anyway, cool guy. Cool story, Duddy. So I guess at this point, we roll into a little word from the old sponsor poos, and then we do some Q&A, and then let you rest yeah, that Yeah, so voice. it's going to be a shorter show, um, unfortunately. But yeah, we're going to just do a quick little sponsor hit. And then we do have, we have Q&A questions from our Patreon members, guys. If you are listening and you are enjoying the show and you want to help out and you want some more extra cool shit, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy and sign up there. It is five bucks a month, but you get four extra episodes a month. I do guitar tutorials. I give some, you know, backstage uh, videos and posts from the tour. And then you also get a chance to ask me and Jake Q and a questions that we will answer on the show. So if that sounds fun to you, head on over to Patreon and sign up, but here is something from our sponsors and then a little Q and a, all right, here we go. First and foremost, Koi CBD. We love this product. We love this company. They've been with us since day one. I use it every day. You've heard me talk about it. I take the drops in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. I love the way it makes me feel. I get aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers all the time from just playing guitar a lot, playing sports. I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers, but I've noticed it happens a lot less since I've been on a steady diet at Koi CBD. And um, even though it happens less, it still does happen sometimes and when it does they have so many amazing rubs and creams that you know you can just put on it's one of those things where you rub it on you don't think about it 20 minutes later you're just like wow it doesn't really hurt anymore it's awesome and it's much healthier for you than over-the-counter pills so if you are out there you got a bunch of aches and pains and you're looking for a healthier way to get rid of them give cbd a try give koi cbd a try it is the best and if you go to koicbd.com and you put in code feel good at checkout you will get 15 percent off your first order that's right 
Also, plug-ins keychains. Awesome product, guys. They have a product called the Jack Rack. What this is, this is like a, a replica to a guitar amp head. They have Fender, they have Marshall. They look amazing. They're not big and bulky. You hang it up on your wall and it comes with four keychains and has four quarter inch cable input. So you put your keys on it. You got a little quarter inch cable keychain now on your keys. When you get home, you just plug it right into your amp. And when you're gonna go anywhere, you know exactly where it's at. It's on your Jack Rack that's on your wall that you got from pluginskeychains.com and that is with a Z and it is plural. That is P-L-U-G-I-N-Z keychains.com. Pick up a Jack Rack, put in code DuddyB at checkout and you will get 20% off of every order for the rest of your life, Jake. You heard it here, people. Questions. Ask us any question you want. We are back. And this has been, I don't know, maybe it was a shorter show, but I think it's been a really good show. All of that insight onto what you got into over the last seven days on tour. That's good stuff right there. So that's fun. Yeah. I think this was a really fun show. I think, I think everyone listening probably dug that right. That insight. let us know, actually let us know over on the FGWD bunker on Instagram. If, if you like that, cause I had a lot of fun just hearing all those stories from Duddy, and I think that we should maybe dig in a little deeper when we talk to you about the tour and, and get those behind-the-scenes stories. Those were good. So now it's time for the Q&A. Pop it up, Luke. Oh, shoot. Sorry, I zoned out for a second there. I was waiting for the drop, but I remember we don't have our drops. Those will be added later. Captain B. Flobble. Oh, she I says, hate the first question already so much. I love Captain B. Flobble, but how do you... I don't even oh, know. Trust me, I, I could tell you my I could tell you my least favorite one. I think um, I do have one though, so I guess it's a good question, actually. So you Jake, have one too, Daddy? Yeah, I have one. Oh, okay. Jake, um, this will be a hard question for you, but what's your least favorite DH song? Ugh. But I guess that's <laughs> or, or fair. more specifically, what's your least favorite verse from Duddy? That is funny. <laughs> oh, I don't have that. I don't have a least favorite Duddy verse because there's no verse that you've done that I've been like, ugh. No, I. I don't have that uh, fair question, but I don't have it. But this was a song that I did never like, even from the start. And, and I believe it's a Jared song. I, I, I'm, I'm one. I think you might have a verse on it, Duddy, but it's it's a Jaredy song. And it's about one of his ex-girlfriends uh, before he ever met Kate. And it's that. Um, Best of Us? No, it's the song where like she don't get mad when I go out with the Yeah, that's that's best of us. Yeah. I, I don't like that song because I'm yeah, just like that's that's funny because that's like one of the fans love that track. Yeah. No, that's I, fair, and I can see why. It's 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 kind of like a country-ish reggae song. It's like, not my jam, dude. Yeah. I could I could I could see that. Um, no, my my least favorite DH song, and I don't know why. And it was one of those two where it was like, I didn't I wasn't into it when we were even writing it and it just kind of somehow snuck through. And I was always just like, Oh, I don't like that. Oh, but it's the, the truth, you know, and you might not even remember this one, Jake, but it's like, um, tell me the truth, tell me the truth, you know? And it's I like, I know I've heard that song, but that was when that was only, what album was that? One or two I, I, ago? I think that was, uh, I want to say that was self-titled or swim team. I, I'm not. I felt like that might've been the one where you went the first time you went to Nashville or was it the album? No, before that? no. It we was, only went to Nashville once for dirty heads. Oh, I'm counting it twice because of Rome and Duddy. So that would yeah. have been two albums ago. Then I'm thinking probably because I thought yeah, you went to so, Nashville for the last two DH, but 
different but it's funny because you never know we act, we wrote that song with the same person that we wrote vacation so there you go you never know <laughs> it's just not your jam and you and never play that live anyway no, and, and musically, it doesn't bother me as much. It's just like the chorus and like lyrics and stuff. I'm just like, eh. Oh, look at Dang, Captain B. Flobble put us on the spot, but at least we delivered with answers. So, oh, and look at it. looks like I was, uh, I, I wasn't wrong. It looked like that was one of the least favorite songs on that. Oh, that was on, yeah, the self titled. And look, that one has like the least amount of downloads almost. Second least. And which is weird, Realize has the least amount of downloads on that album. And I love that song. Realize is really cool. But it's because yeah. you put it last. Yeah, probably. Just look at someone wrote underneath a, a Cherry Poppin' Daddy comment. He wrote, Damn, Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> underneath Captain B. Falabel's question. Because, yeah, that's a, but it actually was a good question. I liked answering it. All right, yeah. next up. Allison Lynch says, do you plan to have Rome sing Lay Me Down with you in Mesa in October? I know it's probably hard to predict, but I was bummed he couldn't stay in San Diego in July. Looking forward to it regardless. Um, look, if he's there, yes, he will come up and sing it. Um, the only time that he wouldn't is if there's just some sort of scheduling issue or they have to leave early or something like that. But yeah, if he's there, then yes, he will come up and sing it. Uh, Daniel Harrison said, what's your favorite theme park? We all know Duddy loves knots. <laughs> um, I guess they're asking you, Jake. Oh, I'm not even a big theme park, dude. I mean, I guess I would have to, s I mean, knots has not scary farm. So that's pretty rad. I, yeah. you know, I get, but <laughs> I don't even know, man. Yeah. yeah, dude, I guess I'll roll with Disneyland just because that's where I've been the most in my life, I suppose. <laughs> but that's a real to coin toss. They're both fine, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Christina Whitman says, Duddy, did you have as much fun last night in Grand Junction as we did? Oh, you were in Grand Junction. Nice. Um, yeah, we did. I, like I said, I, I rode that freaking bike up and down the Colorado River all day, which was just beautiful. And the show was amazing. We were a little worried when we got there because the venue, I don't think that that venue really had normally done shows like that there, you know, and the sound system, it, it, it couldn't support everything that we normally use, you know? Um, so we were just a little worried that it, the sound wasn't going to be like enough, but it, uh, it turned out really great and it seemed like everyone had a good time. So I'm glad to hear you had a good time. Cause that makes me feel better. And cause I was wondering about how the sound was. Uh, let's see here. Comment cherry pop and daddy says, okay, daddy, what did ATL do to make you mad? Uh, we miss y'all down here. Damn it. Oh, oh, we, is it not on this tour? Honestly? Cause it's, there's probably just not a venue. That was, you know, doing shows right now or something out there. I don't know, man. Uh, we love ATL. We, we always try to get there. So I'm sure we'll be there soon. Let's see here. <laughs> Maui Wowie said, sup, dudes. Daddy, hope the tour is going good. Speaking of the tour, how about another Patreon-only guitar giveaway from the guitar... <laughs> Tour from the tour guitar quiver. Also, still waiting for the Escondido end of the of tour concert date. Um, another guitar giveaway. I remember last time I ended up having to give two away. So I am getting a new guitar though made right now. 
and it's going to be brought to me in Paso Robles from Ernie Ball. And I'm excited about that. I'm getting, I'm designing them for me and Dave. They're going to look the same so we can be super cute on stage. Wow. That's adorable. So if you're at the Paso Robles show, you might actually see both of those in action together on stage. There's a, potentially. Yeah. There's, there's a very good chance of that. Yes. It's a special thing. Elizabeth Pratt says, does, does anyone ever get motion sickness being on the bus? Uh, no, no. I mean, we did it for eight years in a van before the bus. So the bus is good living. Let me ask you this, Duddy. You're playing in Paso Robles. It's not at Avila Beach, the venue that I've been to with you guys and bunch. It's not, right? It's, it's in. No. So when is that show? Do you know offhand? if It's got to be like uh, mid-October-ish. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to look at that because I'm not yeah, going to go up there. Take yeah. Lorna and, and Rocky Boy. Totally. Love it up there. Um, okay, cool. Sorry to interrupt the questions. Let's get back. Um, let's go. Patrick Lynch said, uh, what was your worst vacation? Um, hmm. That's a funny question. I wonder. That is, because you know you've had them where you've yeah. just been like, uh, let's just go home. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah off the top of my head like i can't think of exactly one but it's like i know i've had i don't think i've ever had one where i was like holy shit this is the worst thing ever but i know i've had somewhere i've just been like oh man i'd probably rather just be home you know like i don't know that's a good question though Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head, but I do like that. It's a funny question. I'll keep thinking about that. Dude, it's, it's, oh, okay. This wasn't the worst vacation, but I have a weird, I have a funny answer. I went on a trip to Europe with my friend, um, with a friend, and that was the greatest trip ever. But I met a girl in Europe, and it just so happened that we were like on the same trajectory for like six days. And we hung out, a group of us all hung out for six days and she was rad and we hit it off and we actually ended up kind of staying in contact. And I don't know if you remember this study because I was living up in LA at the time yeah. and um, she came out here from, she, lived, she was, yeah. she lived in Germany and she came out here and we hung out here and went to Vegas. And then uh, we still stayed in contact for another few months. It's almost like we were boyfriend and girlfriend ish, but we were living across the sea yeah. You know, we'd talk on Skype and we tried to hang out with each other when we could. And then, and then I finally, she was going to New York. So I flew out to New York for my first time ever going to New York to hang out with her. And kind of like a two days into the New York thing, it's just, we, I think I, we both probably kind of realized like, we can't, this what is insane. Doing? Yeah. She lives in Germany. And, and, and then I was there for like three or four more days. Uh. And even though it was cool, everything was cool. We were, but we both knew this was probably the last time we were ever going to hang out. Like, this is ridiculous. We're not, you know what I mean? And that was yeah. weird. That was weird. Cause we were staying in the same room and I was, you know, we were staying together, but it was a little bit like, we're crazy for even continuing this. Like let's have yeah. fun in New York, but it was strange, dude. So that was a weird vacation for me. I remember flying dude, I, home and just being like, I spent a lot of money and I should have known that. What are we doing? This is crazy. What are we doing? I, I have actually a story of one that's not mine, but my brother-in-law, Tyler, mm -hmm. just told me one. He just, because he came with me on my, that fishing trip I went on for my 40th year in August, you know? And he was telling me, because oh, like two weekends before, 
he had gone out to Florida for his wife's friend that had moved to Florida like years back. They hadn't seen each other in a bit. So they, they were going to fly to Florida to stay with the wife's, with his wife's friend's family, like at their house. And I remember when I was like, Ooh, that's, you should get a hotel, you know? And he's like, no, apparently the guy's super cool. We're going to go fishing and we're going to do all this stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. so apparently it was not super cool. And he told me about it and it sounded miserable. So they went out, they, they get there. <laughs> and like the day they get there, the guy's like, you want to go fishing? And Tyler's like, fuck yeah. So like right out, you know, near the house or something, I guess there was a spot where he, he docked his little boat and they like cruised around and went fishing and caught some fish and had some beers and stayed up late in the backyard talking. And, you know, with the, and it was a fun night, you know, and they woke up and they're like, sweet, this is going to be fun. And then apparently that was it. Like the next day they were there like four more days. And the guy, it was, it was shit. Like at six o'clock, like the guy would be like, cool, I'm shutting it down. And he would like close blinds and turn the lights off and like go in his room and just close the door. Like, and just like, shut the house down kind of thing. And uh, they would take them out on just like errands. Like they're okay, cool. Like we're going to go out to lunch and then they'd go like school shopping for the kids and grocery shopping and like, go just like shit. They're like, dude, we're on vacation out here. Like what the fuck? And he didn't even know the guy. So he's never even met the guy. So he was just like in hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tyler. Poor Ty Ty. Ty Ty. I hope they don't listen to the show, but if they do, then you deserve to know that was, they didn't have fun. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bruce uh, Strahan says, Duddy, when I was stationed in Alaska, I was lucky enough to see you play. Uh, did you get to do anything outside of playing the gig before heading back out to the States? Um, not much. We went on some hikes and did some things like that, but we were only there for like two days. And it was one of those where like, we flew in, we played the show like the next day and then flew out the next morning. Like it was a really quick one. So I didn't really get a chance to do too much out there, but I really want to go back because it was beautiful and I would love to go spend some more time out there. Jake, outside of, uh, this is also from Bruce, and he says, Jake, outside of the trail runs, have you done, uh, or have you considered any obstacle course races? Oh, no, not really. That, I don't, for some reason, that the obstacle course thing doesn't totally appeal to me, but also because, shit, I'm going to be 42 in a week here, so I don't think I need to be jumping over any walls. It's like my knee already hurts every time I run straight without jumping at all or climbing a single thing. So. Um, I think I'm good. I like the trail running races because they're usually at beautiful locations and I'm doing a race actually on my birthday, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow, um, is my 42nd birthday and I'm doing a trail run in Laguna beach. So I'm stoked about that. I just ran the trail this morning that I'm going to be doing on the race and my knee hurts. So no, maybe if, when I was younger that, you know, if, if those would have been more popular when I was maybe in my twenties or something that, that seems like something I would have liked to do the obstacle course thing, but nah, I can just see myself just getting just jacked on something. So no, I'm good. The shroomstress says, are you glad you got to see me in grand junction? I'm glad I got to see you. Yes. I was very excited to see you. And, uh, I hope you had a good time. We had a great time. Um, just Jennifer 07 says, what's your favorite restaurants to eat at after you've been on tour? Um, I think we've been asked that a bunch. Um, 
I think one of the first places I'll always go is like, I, I go to a place called Walt's Wharf. Uh, it's down in Seal Beach. And that uh, it's just a cool space and the environment's great. And it's right down by the beach. So that's kind of my go-to back from tour spot. And a cool thing about Walt's Wharf is like when Duddy and I were younger, yeah. Um, Walt's Wharf's in Seal Beach. It's like whatever, you know, it's like the next city over from Huntington Beach, just a little beach town. And uh, when we were younger on Christmas Eve, even though we were little Jews, on Christmas Eve, every year, our mom and dad would take us to Walt's Wharf. Remember that, Duddy? Oh, yeah. I still do that with my family. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. Duddy carried on the tradition. But yeah, we'd go to Walt's Wharf every Christmas Eve and we'd get clam chowder and all sorts of whatever. And so that's kind of a special spot. Yeah. Love that place. Um, Benny or Ben, Ben, Benny, Ben says, can't wait to see you guys in Grand Rapids. I can't find where to get meet and greet tickets. Are they not available? Yeah. Unfortunately, right now we're not doing meet and greets just because we're trying to be as safe as we can out on the road and, and not getting in contact with this. You know, it's, it's a lot out there and we just, we don't want to have to cancel any more shows. So we're just really trying to be as safe as we can. So no meet and greets this tour. Sorry about that. And last question from none other than Michael Yarno. Uh, he wants to know what is the biggest change, if any, between gigs book now versus uh, before COVID, um, you know, nothing really besides just location, just trying to find places you can, but once the show gets booked and the stage gets set up, it's, it's it's just like it used to be man everyone just having a good time and it, it feels just like it did like nothing feels different you know what i mean so but that's a perfect question for this episode because first of all what's up michael yarno i feel like we haven't heard from him in forever and he's like easily one of our longest i mean he's been listening since day one i feel like yarno was like one of the first guys we would uh, talk about on the show so anyway um it, it's perfect episode to ask that question because duddy kind of answered it it's playing out in the middle of nowhere at random spots off the beaten path, right? That's yeah. the biggest change. Totally. Totally. So there it is, dude. We did it, Duddy. We got a show in. We did it. Thank you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will be back. Um, and I'm going to try to get you a little more uh, often. I don't have any more seven straight show runs. So that's good. Cause normally on a day off, I'm able to definitely get an episode out. So Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. That was a fun one, dude. All right, thanks everybody. See you soon. Peace.